0: want you to really be getting clear on who you're selling to. Is the product you're selling what your ideal client is wanting and if so are you
1: messaging in the right way? Successful launch is like first of all the subjective of like what you want it to be and how you want to feel but then the objective and getting into the details of what you need to tick off to make it successful and achievable. Welcome to the Boss Babe
0: podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance and learning how to balance it all. I'm Natalie Ellis, CEO on Boss Babe, and today I'm actually joined by Danielle as well. So today we're going to talk all about launches. In fact, we are bringing you completely behind the scenes to talk about what launches look like at Boss Babe and what we found to be massively successful. But before I dive in, I want to let you know that I'm going to be hosting a completely free training this week on how to plan and execute profitable, repeatable launches with our four-step formula honestly this is not one that you want to miss it's 120 slides long so far and I go into serious detail about everything you need to know about launching successfully no matter how big or small your audience is so you can sign up totally free at bosswavecom forward slash launch formula that's bosswave.com/launchformula. forward slash launch formula it is capped at 5,000 attendees we maxed out last time so I recommend signing up and coming five ten minutes early to make sure that you actually get a space so with that we'll dive in make sure you take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways and insta stories tag me at I am Natalie. tag at daniellecanti and at Inc. and also if you haven't left us a review yet i would appreciate that so so much it helps us so much to get our podcast out there and if you leave your instagram handle on your review we might actually give you a shout out so put it on there and we can shout you out and say thank you and you'll get exposure to what is now 2.3 million women because we just hit 2.3 this week as well which we're celebrating so we'll just dive in and get started now Okay, we're in quarantine. Danielle and I are quarantined together with our husbands. It's funny because we just did a podcast episode a couple of weeks ago when we were talking all about moving Mm -hmm. in together and we pre-recorded
1: that and then COVID hit and we didn't really think we'd be locked up together for this long. No, I kind of think everyone was like, oh yeah, it'll be a couple of weeks and that'll be fine. But what are we in now? Week six? Week seven? Oh my God, no, it's like week nine. (laughs) It is? Oh my goodness. I've stopped counting because I find it too stressful to count.
0: (laughs) It's been a while. I had a fun morning. So for everyone listening, Stephen wanted his haircut. And I've been saying for a while, yeah, I'll totally cut your hair. I'm fine with that. I didn't think it was going to be such a big deal, but he didn't have actual hair cutting tools. So he had this shaver, which was not meant to be used on hair. And it had a number four on it. It had kind of a two, three, four and five. And he was like, oh, well, I always get a number four at the hairdresser. So that's what it'll be. And so I'm like, all right. So we turn it to four. I'm like, you sure? This is not going to be too short. He's like, nope, go ahead. So I put the razor to the back of his head and it takes a big chunk of his hair out like bald patch Danielle's seen it and I didn't know what to do I just started cringing and then didn't want to tell him so I started trying to fix it I love how you pretended nothing was wrong for a minute you're like okay I'm just gonna go with this I was like I was like surely I can fix this did I just angle it wrong or like what's the situation so I tried a little bit more and then I realized it was just too short and so I googled whether this was the right setting and it was not at all it was on four millimeters where he normally gets half an inch So I did salvage it and it looks good, but it took two and a half hours. So for anyone listening, if your partner is asking you to cut their hair, make sure they have the equipment because I could have done with a Xanax after that.
1: You should also add that you were first told you had to practice on the dog, Nala. So Nala had her haircut at the beginning of the week (laughs) (laughs) and then Stephen was up today and Greg was like very strategic. He was like, I am not letting Natalie near my hair until she said I go to Stephen's first. I mean, really, after all these haircuts,
0: I'm going to become quite a pro. I got oh, yeah. her paws done. You just got to do what you got to do
1: in quarantine. She has got one leg shorter than the other right now, though. Oh, it she in, like, definitely fur does. <laughs> yeah, she definitely does. She still looks so cute.
0: I was trying to give her like a razor short cut with scissors and it just was too much work. And the fluff kept going in my face. And I thought, you know what?
1: She can have it one thick leg. But do you know what? I think this is like such a good example of people's willingness to try things new during quarantine. And like, well, you never would have done that before. And sometimes I do think it's kind of one of those things that, You know, it really challenges your attitude to things being like, okay, like, can I give this a go? And it's, you know, that age old saying of like, if you don't quit, you can't fail. And it's like, well, I'm going to give it a go. And if I'm going to do it right, it's going to be right. And if it's not, I'm going to try again, or I'm going to spend two and a half hours trying to tidy it up. So I think it's all good. There's good things to come out. Like, yeah, you're just going to pivot on this.
0: I know. I think so. I mean, I've been really thriving. I've been waxing and tinting my own brows. Like I think coming out of quarantine, I'm going to be saving so much money being able to do all this stuff. Self-sufficient. I know. (laughs) There we go. I love it. Well, the reason that we wanted to do this podcast is you all probably know by now we have an amazing course coming out very, very soon called Online Launch School. And we wanted to do this to really talk about what OLS is going to be and talk about why we wanted to create it because this has been in the works since November 2019. It is such a project. And the reason we decided to create it is because. So many people kept coming to us with the exact same questions and we were explaining ourselves over and over and I was like, you know what, it'd just be easier if we put all of this into a course. And the questions that we were getting constantly is like, how do you run a successful launch or what should a funnel look like? Or how do I package up my offer or my business to start making sales? How can I make more consistent sales every month? And it all comes down to how you launch your business and then how you continue to make sales on an evergreen basis. Because that coming out of the gate, that big launch, you have the potential to have the biggest cash injection that your business has ever Mm. seen. And when you bring in that amount of cash, you can then reinvest it in resources like team members to make your life easier and reinvest it in certain places, in mentors, in in whatever your business needs, in more stock, in development. And you can use that to then push your business forward. So that big cash injection, the beginning of a business, if you're self-funded, is really impactful. We've helped so many people launch their business. In fact, I was just sitting down with someone yesterday that we've helped really in depth over the past 12 months to start and launch their business. And we sat down with them yesterday and they told us they've done $700,000 in revenue in their first 12 months of business. And it's because they ran four successful launches that I definitely micromanaged but it just goes to show what's really possible because a launch is just this rinse and repeat formula and what is possible is absolutely amazing and I want other people to see that
1: yeah I totally feel like a lot of people don't really understand the essence of a launch is they're kind of like oh I hear this term thrown around or is that just when I first start so I have one launch and that's just like the launch of my business and that's it and I think what I'd love us to chat about on this is like okay what is a launch and how do you make that actually a recurring model within your business because I think that's what we've actually been able to do very very well and particularly when we launched the society and I actually use the word launch very naturally there because we did launch the society and then we closed the doors and then we opened them again so I think we should just really start around like let's just really chat around like what is a launch and what does that mean for so many people?
0: Yeah so when we say a launch we're not just talking about a business launch even though that might be one of the reasons that you want to learn how to launch because launching your business from the beginning that is a launch But you might have already started your business and you're looking to scale it or grow it by launching a new product or service, or you might just want to give your bank balance a boost by relaunching a product or service you already have. So for example, like the society, we close doors and we open four times a year. So we do four launches. But with a course like IGA, it's open all year round. But when we are in launch periods where we really focus on it hard for two weeks, we offer bonuses. So we don't necessarily close the door, but we offer bonuses to give it a real big push in those two weeks because we know it brings that cash injection in and then it ticks over and is evergreen beyond that. So you might have a membership or a program that opens and closes its doors periodically. Those openings are what we call launches because basically a launch is a period of enrollment for sales of your product or service. Nothing more, nothing less. It's just when you're open for enrollment, how are you bringing sales in? How are you bringing revenue in? And so that's really what we're trying to help you with at OLS is no matter kind of what stage you're at. And I'm I'm happy to walk through the five entrepreneurs that I think would be helpful for, but it's either the beginning, it's opening and closing, or or it's launching every now
1: and then, even though it's open to just get that bigger boost of revenue. Mm, I love that. And no, I definitely think we should chat around like the five people that launches really help support or the five people that like, they found themselves in certain situations and the challenges that we have. Because I know that's basically why we create this course, right? We started off by this conversation by saying like we had so many people coming to us and asking us questions and us having to repeat ourselves and go and do this, this and this. And those kind of like people that were coming to us kind of fell into like five categories. So do you want to just go through them?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It was amazing when we were sitting down to look at this because we kept getting asked to do a course. So we always start with our ideal clients and all the questions, research we get. So we mapped it all out. And I realized there were five types of people that we could bucket into certain situations and create a course for them. So the first type of person is the kind of person that doesn't even know what a launch is. Now, this is not a bad thing at all. Some people are just totally new to the space, which is absolutely fine. And it's really exciting. So if you're an entrepreneur to be who is armed with a killer idea for a product or service, but you might have no idea what to do next then we can help you so if you're excited to learn more about launches so you can get your first product or service out into the world you're ready to just birth that business baby and serve (laughs) as many people as you can make as many sales as you can and really get that out into the world then it would be for you Another person that I think it would be for is they know what launches are, but their launches aren't making sales, right? So that would look like launches are being filled with, I would say, more stress than success. So the product or service isn't the problem. That's really being dialed in. But the problem is making money from the product or service. This person can't seem to hit their revenue goals no matter what and how hard they try, no matter how many fancy funnels, um, and they're ready for that to change. So that's another person. The third person is they might feel like they've burned out their current audience. Now, this is something I see a lot. So the their launches were going really well until they weren't anymore. And they realized they'd actually sold their product or service to almost everyone who was willing to buy in their audience. Mm -hmm. And they want to keep the momentum going of their business and for their launches to get bigger and bigger. But they're not really sure how to do that because they feel like everyone in their audience has already bought from them. So they're kind of looking for that next level. And another person this will be for is their launches are working, but they're ready to delegate to their team. And they're kind of worried that if they step away from launching and delegate it to their team, they are going to fail. And Mm. that's a really big... Issue that I see. So having to hire seems like a really good problem to have until you realize you can't scale without people who can do things as well or better than you. Mm -hmm. And so, what we would say in that situation, if that is you and you really want your team to be able to execute a launch without you, then you would give this course to them and you'd have them do it alongside you. And then finally, the final person I think it will be for is if their launches are working, but they're absolutely exhausted. And again, I see this all the time. So they launch their product or service periodically and throw everything they've got at those launches each and every time and they're making sales but they are completely and utterly mentally and physically exhausted all the time and they're looking for a better way to do this and they kind of don't even believe that it's true that you can be launching without exhaustion but we know it is and so that's another person so there's those five categories for who it will be for so we've really been able to bucket them into five kind of ideal clients we're calling them which I really recommend you're doing by the way if you're launching a product I really want you to think about who your ideal client is and dive deep into their pain points, just like we're doing right now. We know our ideal clients so well that we're able to say, hey, we know the exact situations you're in. And so if you're in that situation too and you're wanting to launch something, this is where I'm going to have you start. I want you to
1: really be getting clear on who you're selling to. And what I think is really important that sometimes people miss and they're like, oh, I can't pick an ideal client because I help all these people. And what we really try and get them to do is actually get so close to that ideal client that they actually give them a name. And I think that's something that we've always really done. And behind the scenes, like these five types, they all have names. We know them and we're speaking to them. And I think that's one key thing that a lot of people miss with their launches is because they are being too vague and they're not as specific. Like, you know, when you're just discussing this, you're like even down to the point where you're like, hey, I know that... If you are that front and show, that person who's been running those launches and you're getting to be exhausted, that you also probably need those systems in place. And we've gone to that extent by going, okay, what are they probably doing in their role right now? And what are they going to be to outsource that's going to help them move that needle on that next launch?
0: Yeah, you're totally right. And I actually want to call something out because we always do say get as specific as possible, but you're probably noticing we are saying we've got five ideal clients. Now, if you're an early stage entrepreneur, I actually wouldn't recommend having five clients like we do. Like you were just saying, Danielle, the more specific mm-hmm. you can get, the better. And I want to call out we're able to have five ideal clients for this one program because we've been in this game a really long time. We have made millions and millions of dollars from our launches and we've helped so many clients do the exact same. And we've worked with clients who every stage of business from really just getting started with no idea and no audience to we've even worked with eight figure entrepreneurs with massive audiences so across the board we have that experience which is why we're able to create a course that speaks to so many different people whereas in the beginning it wasn't like that we were creating things that were very niche very targeted very specific to the experience that we had and it was kind of the same If you remember when we were launching IGA last year, a lot of people were saying, well, why don't you do it as a coaching program? Why is it a course? And I said, I've been doing this so long that I already know what questions you're going to be asking. I know which part of the course is going to trip you up. I know where you're going to get stuck. I don't need to be charging you 10 times the amount I would for coaching to be on a call with you when I could just put all of those things into a course that I know you're going to come up against. And actually, you're going to be able to get in for 10x less price and 10 times cheaper. And that's a big reason that we do this. We always want to make everything very affordable for everyone. And yeah, we could be charging hundreds of thousands of dollars to work with people on their launches, yet we know
1: what the questions are going to be. Yeah, 100%. And I know the answer to this question, but I feel like people listening are going to be wondering it. They're like, okay, then is this just for online coaches? Who is this course for? Like we spoke about the avatars, but let's talk about the industries as well.
0: Yeah, so it's not for you if you have no idea what kind of business you want to launch. You have to come to OLS with at least an idea. It's not for you if you don't have any idea what you want to sell online. So maybe you would have an in-person kind of business and you're wanting to move it online, but you don't know what you're going to sell. And it's not for you if you have a brick and mortar business and you don't want to make sales online. So it's very much for online businesses. That being said, it's not just for service-based businesses. It is opening up to product-based business as well. And across the board, service-based, is coaching, it's agencies, it's consulting. So lots of different types of business, but you have to come to OLS with an idea. And once you've got that idea, I will help you inside the course, really formulate what the offer looks like and be able to package it up and put it out there. If you already have that, I'm going to show you ways you can tweak it and refine it to make even more sales and make your life easier, which you probably didn't think was possible, but you have to have an idea coming into it. Okay. We're going to take a quick break right now to hear from our sponsor. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by us. We are sponsoring ourselves because why the hell not? Okay, I want to invite you to step behind the scenes of Boss Babe as we share the secrets to our extremely profitable and repeatable launches. Here at Boss Babe, we have worked with over 5,000 female entrepreneurs in every industry over the last few years and from brand new business owners looking to make their first hundred dollars to those at the six, seven and eight figure mark. So if you're looking to hit six figures in your launches or scale to seven figures, we have completely got your back. And the best part is we've got a launch strategy that will not overwhelm or exhaust you. So I'm inviting you to join me for a completely free 75-minute live training where you'll learn exactly how to launch your business in a way that is both profitable and repeatable. We launch something every single month at Boss Babe, whether that's a new product, a relaunch of an existing product, or reopening our monthly membership the society. And so we've created a rinse and repeat framework to help us crush our revenue goals whilst maintaining a sleep schedule, sanity, and self-care. I know that sounds way too good to be true, but trust me, launches do not need to be exhausting or confusing. So if you're ready to save your spot and join me for the training, head over to bosswave.com forward slash launch formula to save your spot. That's bosswave.com forward slash launch formula. And that's the end of us sponsoring our very own podcast. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think that's really important to have those, understand those ideal clients that you say you have to have, like, okay, I know what business I want to go into and I know what I want to achieve and the transformation I want to be providing for those ideal clients. Like we said, we do help you hone that, but it is important to have that idea. And so let's just talk about what does a successful launch look like? So there
0: are lots of different ways that we could go here. So let's just start with how it feels, right? So a successful launch feels like you're actually hitting your goals. It feels like you were successful in your launch. You hit your revenue target, you got the amount of clients, or you sold the amount of product that you were looking to do. A successful launch also feels good. It doesn't feel exhausting and draining and giving you that launch fatigue where you're like, I am dreading going back into a launch because that was so exhausting. So that's kind of How it should look and feel. And then Mm. we can get more granular. So, your launch, when you're going into it, you should have a really clear understanding of what your offer is and you should have product market fit. And I walk you through this in OLS, but it's very much is the product you're selling what your ideal client is wanting? And if so, are you messaging in the right way? Are you speaking to them in a way that really communicates the value with them? So a successful launch would mean you have really successful messaging and communication. A successful launch also probably means you have a launch brief. In this launch brief, we go through so many different things. And basically, this launch brief, we come back to it at the very end of the course. We do it in module three and then we come back to it right at the end once you've actually executed a launch. Cause the goal of OLS is we're basically hand you through, getting set up for a launch, being in a pre-launch phase, actually launching, and then post-launch. So you start your launch brief in module three, which gets you really set up for a successful launch. But then at the end, module eight, once you've had your launch, you come back to your launch brief and input different data, different content pieces, lots of things that we prepped. And And I show you how to package that into something that's rinse and repeat. So, a successful launch looks like you're either creating a launch brief or you've got your launch brief from the last launch. And so, you're not starting from scratch. Because what I see a lot of the time is entrepreneurs starting from scratch every single time they go into a launch. They haven't got a ton of assets already created, they haven't got templates, they haven't got SOPs, they haven't got all that stuff that they think is going to take so much work. And actually, what we show them inside of OLS is how you can set that up as you go and make your life so much easier. A successful launch looks like doing fewer things better. I am a big fan of doing fewer things better. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, right, at Boss Babe, like we could be doing email challenges, live videos, video series. We could be on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, all the things, right? But we're not. We really choose to do fewer things better. And so for us, we love a webinar. We love a really, really well-done funnel. We love using our email list and social media. And so within OLS, I basically go through every single launch element there is to use so a launch element is something like a webinar and there's multiple different ones. I help you understand your strengths as a person and as a business so that you can choose the launch element that actually fits with your business type, your personality type, your energy type, the foundations you already got in your business. So whether you have an audience or you don't, I help you figure out what the best way to launch is. But it looks like doing fewer things better. And I really want you to understand when you come in, we'll help you identify what that thing is you'll do. But I want you to know that when you do fewer things better, you actually put way more energy and effort into it. So instead of doing three... Three things at a mediocre level. You do one thing at a really high level and you'll probably make way more sales from that. It's like the 80-20 rule. Mm. That's exactly what we talk about in OLS is like, how can you do the things that are going to drive that 80% of revenue versus spending 80% of your time on the things that drive 20% of revenue. So we really try and get you to do that. A successful launch looks like having a really good pre-launch period. So it's not just waking up one day and saying, I'm going to go launch my product today. Mm. No, it's really seeding it to your audience, right? Which is what we're doing right now. We're living by example. This is a podcast episode in our pre-launch phase. So we're educating you about what's coming out so that you're not just super surprised by it. And so, it looks like, and there's different ways of doing it, depending, you might not have a podcast, but there are so many different ways you can get out in front of your ideal client and audiences, which I'll show you. But it looks like really dialing in perhaps like a two week pre-launch period where you're really seeding this to your ideal clients and you're getting people excited. You're showing them, listen, I've got something that's going to be transformative for your life or for your business, for your relationship, for your health, whatever it is. And you're getting them excited about it because yeah. if you're not excited about it, they're not going to be excited about it. So exactly. get excited. <laughs> Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. Every new membership comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. So there's no risk. And right now our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe masterclass.com slash boss
2: babe. Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to ProlonLife.com slash Boss Babe. That's P-R-O-L-O-N Life.com slash Boss Babe for this special offer. ProlonLife.com slash Boss Babe.
1: There are so many gems in what you're saying though as well, Natalie, because even just like starting off by saying like success is like objective. That conversation right at the very beginning saying like, hey, this is how you feel. It's like how you analyze it is so, so important. And what I love about this course is like you allow people to kind of go, right, what is going to feel good? What are the goals that are going to feel good to me? Like we're not over here saying to be successful, you have to have, you know, five ideal avatars or ideal clients. You have to be doing this much in revenue. That's not what it's about. It's like, hey, you set your own goals. And then we give you the objective roadmap of the how to's to make it fair. And I think that's just really important to emphasize that a successful launch is like, first of all, the subjective or like what you want it to be and how you want to feel, but then the objective and getting into the details of what you need to tick off to make it successful and achievable. So, so true. Yeah,
0: it really is. We talk about it all the time, but we love to just keep things simple, simple wins. It really, really does. So I'll keep going. I've got a couple more things to share, but (laughs) I know I'm sharing a lot, but I've got a couple more things to share. A successful launch looks like having a day-by-day launch schedule and I talk about this all the time but it's about waking up and knowing exactly what you should be doing that day to move the needle and I think that's actually one thing that really trips entrepreneurs up and we see it a lot and we've definitely experienced it but you wake up and you're like Huh? what should I actually do today that's going to move my business forward? Because I feel stuck, I'm lost, I'm not really sure. I feel like I'm pushing and pushing, but I'm not getting results. Whereas what if you could wake up and you're like, oh, I know exactly what I should be working on. I know exactly how to get results. That's what we really want to help you get. So uh, whether you're working with us or not, write this down because I'm literally giving you all the keys here to what you can do and you can go and figure this out. But day by day launch schedule. So think about what you're doing every single day that's moving the needle. And then you have your launch, there's different parts, and then it's your post-launch debrief. So your doors are closed, you've hit your launch goals, and now it's time to reflect. So this debrief is one of the most important parts of the launch because you'll learn what worked, what didn't, and then you'll playbook it for your next round. And we talk a lot on the podcast about playbooking everything. People will be surprised once they execute one launch and we show them how to put it into a playbook. It's a game changer. I don't have to go and create all of these new Instagram stories from scratch or captions from scratch or funnels from scratch. It's all there. It's all template because it's something we've been working on for a really long time. And actually we're including a lot of those templates inside of OLS Mm -hmm. because we know that can be one of the most annoying parts of getting set up. And for everyone listening, one thing that we did, which I think actually could be really powerful for your business, when we were creating this course, we sat in the office being quarantined together. We sat in the office and we had a big whiteboard and we were like, we wrote down all the things. And then we asked the question, what is going to absolutely guarantee that our clients are successful? How can we guarantee that? Because that's something that we really care. Results are something that we really care about. And yes, it's about you bringing the willingness to work and implement, because we can give you all the information in the world. But if you don't implement it, you're not going to create success. But if you're coming to this with the motivation and yes, if you show me what to do, I'll do it. Then we were like, how can we make sure that they get success? And so we started mapping everything on the whiteboard of what that would look like. And one of those things was templates. It was making sure that we had some easy templates that people could go and use and they didn't have to start from scratch because often that's the hardest Mm -hmm. part. So we really have thought about all the stuff.
1: And I think we think about it because we've been through it. Like, okay, what tripped us up when we were first starting? What were the things that we wish we had? What were the things we wish we like knew? And I think because we've been able to pour in so much like learnings into this course is why it's going to help so many other people it's not us just creating something going oh yeah like it's always been easy for us and here you go it's like okay what have we learned over the years that we can teach people to make their journey so much shorter than ours oh my god hit the nail on the head we've been there and done it
0: we've (laughs) seen it all got the t-shirts as they say there's been times when it was early stage Mm. for us where we've been in a launch just (laughs) absolutely exhausted and being like seriously does it have
1: to be this way and we just didn't know any other way yeah no one's teaching this stuff no they're not like I so wish like some of those late nights that we had and just being like online I mean I remember getting up for one launch and I was getting up at like two in the morning and I was like <gasps> you did remember. for the webinar yeah exactly oh my god when it was just me and you and yeah. I was the one doing the webinar and I obviously couldn't do the customer service as well and you were like I'll get up and do it in the middle of the night yeah because I think like also like you do need to push yourself but it's actually we didn't that was a little bit out of the ordinary because we're on different time zones but I just think there's so many learnings that we've applied and put into this and make people's lives so much easier that they don't have to do this stuff because actually now there's so much easier ways around what we did now I look back and I'm like we were crazy why did we do it that way why do we not do this way we've learned and I'm just so excited yeah because people aren't teaching it that's why like we didn't really have anyone we could turn to and say hey how did you do this is there an easier way And I think that's what's so amazing about like what we've included in it, like the templates are going to be literally a game changer for people. Let's talk about that though. Let's talk about the common issues that we see when people are launching. Maybe we should share like the ones that we got tripped up by and then ones that we see people doing all the time that we're just like, oh, why are you doing that way? If you did it this way, you're going to make so much more money and it's going to be so much simpler. Uh, I mean, there's so many things, but one thing that I see
0: people doing when they first launch is not thinking about top of funnel and they just Mm. launch into the launch. And so what I mean by that is in your two weeks prior to launch, you want to focus on building up a launch list. So that's either an email list, it's a Facebook group, it's on your many chat or it's on your social media, but it's a list of people who are really excited and are signaling to you, hey, I'm interested in what you're launching. And so getting enough eyeballs on what you're doing is really important so let's say you're doing a webinar, right? You can have the best webinar in the world, but if no one's on it, you're not going to make any sales. And it's one of the things I see where people spend so much time building out webinars and funnels and all the things, but they aren't actually getting eyeballs on what they do. And so it's irrelevant. You might as well have saved yourself the time of building the funnel and just went out there and called messaged a couple of people because you would have made more sales. And so Mm. it really starts with that pre-launch period. It's planning in advance and knowing how to acquire or build an audience. So you've got eyeballs on what you're doing. It's the biggest mistake I see because when people aren't making sales, I take a look at their launch date, their funnel data. And I'm like, well, no one's in the funnel. There's Barbara isn't seeing that you're selling to her. Barbara doesn't know you're selling to her like mm. tell Barbara where you are go find mm. Barbara but they're not so that's a big thing and I get why because it's probably one of the hardest parts of all of this is actually getting leads and getting traffic and getting top of funnel which
1: yeah. is why we wanted to focus so much on it so that's one thing teaching that top of funnel I think in there is so so important when people see it they're like oh now I get it it's like the penny drops like oh yeah yeah mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What's something that you see a lot? Okay. Well, this is completely like where we split. So it's like marketing operations. So I completely agree with you. And so I would say the second thing that I say is people just not planning. Like I see people just going into launches and they just don't have that day by day plan. They're just putting out things on the day. Like, oh, what can I talk about today? Whereas like when you are strategic and you think about it and you think about, so just going back to the funnel and you know it's a little bit we teach this on there but trying to just visualize it you've got to help people drop down the funnel right they go down those stages and when I see people launching who haven't prepped they're just not thinking of like helping people come into the top of funnel and they're not helping people go through that journey and I talk a lot about the customer journey and the fact that you have to not only start with the awareness but then allow someone to have the research have their questions answered and that takes like several exposures until they're actually going to purchase and I think that's the biggest thing I see people just not thinking and planning ahead for that journey. So they're just kind of their content is all over the place and therefore it's confusing for the customer. And then ultimately the customer doesn't buy.
0: That is so true. Yeah. I love what you said about moving people down because it's a real intentional process, Mm -hmm. moving people down that funnel in the right way, hit the nail on the head. And once you nail that, and once you get those people in, you show them the value, you make sales, then you deliver on the back end. That's when things become repeatable and you see what
1: worked and you start to package it up and redo it on a bigger scale. And like, we're going to do another podcast episode on this, but just really kind of understanding that reflection piece is so important because we're going to be able to give you guys all the reasons that we see and how we help people move down the funnel. But actually when you do it as well, you're able to reflect, your launches get stronger and stronger. I feel that every single launch we do gets bigger and better every time. And that's what happens with people when they educate themselves, not only on their customers, but they educate themselves on their processes and how they nurture through. There's a formula to it. It's not rocket science.
0: Oh, 100%. Okay. So, for everyone on here that is like, okay, I want to find out more about launching and I want to access all the resources you've got, of course, we have so many free resources for you. So, pull out your pen and paper because I'm about to just throw you all the links and I'm going to put them in the show notes below as well. But we've got the launch quiz, which is going to show you the number one reason that your launches are either failing or not scaling. So, you can go to bossive.com forward slash launch quiz to grab that. We are also doing a webinar. If you've ever been on a webinar or a live training of mine, you know that I deliver. There's There's no fluff. There's no BS. We're going to go all in. And I'm going to share with you the four-part framework that we use at Boss Babe to have really successful, profitable, and repeatable launches. So if you want to sign up for that, I really recommend you do. Go to bossbabe.com forward slash launch formula. And then finally, we've created you an amazing free launch checklist. So if you go to bossbaby.com forward slash launch checklist, you can grab that and I'll put all the links below. And then we are launching really, really soon. In fact, the date is Thursday the 21st. Is that right, Danielle? Yeah. 9 a.m. PST? Mm -hmm. yeah so Thursday 21st of May 9am PST so if you're listening to this before make sure you put that in your calendar and if you're listening to the podcast after that date then guess what it's live so I'm gonna put the link below if it's live (laughs) as well but we're really really excited to get this out in the world it truly is gonna be a game changer for so many
1: businesses 100% and grab the freebies because we've spent a long time creating them and they're amazing yeah I think like the freebies are literally insane but I'm just so excited for more people to know how to do this like I think it's gonna be a game changer for so many people's businesses mm-hmm. so true
0: well we will wrap it and leave it there you've got all the links they're in the show notes make sure you save your seat for the live training because it's going to blow your mind and it could really change your
1: business completely and we'll see you inside ols hopefully i love it and don't forget to tag us at Canti at iamnatalie and at bossbabe.inc <laughs> If you loved this episode, please
0: subscribe, download a few more and please leave us a review. I really wanna hear what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were and I also wanna know what you wanna hear us talk about next. To say thanks for leaving us a review, we'll send you a copy of the Boss Babe 25. The Boss Babe 25 is the 25 essential resources you need for personal and professional growth. It covers everything from our favorite rituals, books, and hacks. If you want a copy, just leave us a review, screenshot it, and send to podcast at bossbib.com. We will then email you a copy ASAP. And since we love Instagram, you can go to the hashtag TheBossBibPodcast and find our latest post and leave a question in the comments. We love reading through the comments and we'll make sure to answer it on our next podcast.